for 10 years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. A little toe-tapping music to get your day fired up. In our ongoing broadcast of Rosie on the House. Where we are, the skies have cleared. All I can see is blue from horizon to horizon. But boy, it's been a wet few weeks, that's for sure. We think that the end of the year is a time to kind of reassess. Reassess yourself. Don't don't take the time of reassessing everybody else until you've taken the time to reassess yourself. And with the grandkids in town and the rain keeping us inside, I reassessed our game board closet. (laughs) You still have one. I never knew we had one. (laughs) I'm not, Jennifer and I don't play, as empty nesters, we don't play game boards together. But I've played more game boards and and quit. I can't even remember all the names of the games we played with the grandkids while we were basically locked inside while it rained for two weeks. Isn't that nice? That's great. It was great. So it was kind of a reintroduction to clutter when I, we have these two tall linen cabinets in the laundry room. Open the doors, and oh, man, I never knew we had all that. Well, it was kind of a strike two against Rosie Romero because we've been in our house over 30 years, and I think it's time for me to build Jennifer a home. So we contemplating selling our house. And the realtor of choice, my trusted confidant in the industry, walks through the property. I consider him a good friend. Says, well, everything looks good, but Rosie, we're going to really have to declutter this place. (laughs) And you walk in my house, and I don't think it's cluttered at all. These are all mementos. So we've brought in a a specialist in decluttering, a declutter coach, the founder and president of Happy Home Organizers, Miss Rachel Winter. Rachel, thanks for coming in and help helping me through this and helping our listeners through this top of the year reassessment. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, you brought up a good point. You know, you should know where everything lives. You, If you knew where the games were, maybe you'd be playing more. That's the whole point. I want you to know where everything lives. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And, and your background, how, how do you become a declutter coach? <laughs> Well, I, I fell into it. I My background is recreation management. My college degree is in recreation and hospitality, and my background is cruise ships. I used to run the youth and teen program for Norwegian Cruise Line, and I bring my love of people and recreation to home organizing. One day uh, in uh, 2012, um, well, I used to own a children's indoor play space. My background is okay. working with kids. I worked back in Connecticut, had a big business, closed my business after five years, was very depressed, learned what really felt what depression was all about. And uh, one night, couldn't sleep, and I was flipping through the channels on TV, and I stumbled upon the TV show Hoarders on A&E, the show Hoarders. And that was 
a life-changing moment. I'll never forget the feeling of seeing the term professional organizer on TV for the first time. And I was riveted. I mean, I was fascinated, shocked a little bit, couldn't believe what I was seeing. I'd never been in a hoarding home before. So the TV show Hoarders truly changed my life. And um, I had gone to my mother-in-law's house a few days later. I went to get a coffee pot from her basement and beautiful, gorgeous home. Um, but her basement was cluttered. And I, I said, Ma, oh boy, let me help you. So by watching the TV show Hoarders one night on A&E and helping my mother-in-law find a coffee pot in her basement, I fell into decluttering and organizing, got a job back in Connecticut, worked for them for a year, specialized in hoarding, and I fell in love with the whole organizing industry. Well, yeah. I know the Norwegian cruise lines are big, big boats. Yes. They're big boats. <laughs> but there's nothing that will teach you appreciation of space more than living on a boat that's right i mean every single nook and cranny has to have something important without having one thing extra you just don't have the room for it yeah i and i was stationed for five months i did five month contracts so you're only i was limited to what i could bring for five months you know two suitcases that's it two suitcases very small cabin and it's amazing uh we don't need a lot of stuff do we? Oh. When you go on vacation, you go to a hotel, people love it because you only, you know, you use what you bring and you, we don't we don't really need a whole lot. Well, so. it teaches you the value of space and and the um, the downside to having more than you need. Exactly. Um, most people are just drowning. They're drowning with clutter and they most of my clients who Find me. Again, they have to find me. I, I can't find my clients. So by the time people find me, usually they're, they're at their fed-up point. They've reached you know, um, their fed-up point, and they, they're paralyzed. They're, a lot of them are crying. They're so emotional when they you know, call me or e the, the emails I get, the texts I get, and they're overwhelmed. They're completely stressed out. They don't know where to turn. They don't you know, even know how to begin. So they call me, and my job is to lift them out of the muck, the mud of clutter. And, and you don't have to be a hoarder to, and I don't know, I don't know what parameters you use to actually define someone as a hoarder, but you don't have to be a hoarder to benefit from increased organization. Absolutely. Hoarding is another whole level, another whole level. Most people just suffer with clutter or chronic clutter. Um, and everybody has it, by the way. I mean, I'm a professional organizer. I am very proud of, of how I live and my home. But you know what? We don't live in museums. I don't live in a museum. Our homes are not supposed to be perfect at all times. I think a lot of people put too much pressure on themselves that their home has to be perfect at all times. No, but we always have to ask ourselves, how do we want to live? You know, we want to have friends over. We want to have family over. We don't want to, you know, life is so hard as it is. And um, if your home is clutter-free, not perfect, but feeling good, looking good, just my tagline, life is happier when your home is organized. And I think that really is true. The qual your quality of life is better and happier when you can find what you need, when you need it. You're not searching around. Um, and so, you know, hiring a professional organizer or a declutter coach, I call it, it's very similar to uh, working with a personal trainer at the gym, I think. Rachel Winter, founder and president of Happy Home Organizers. Mm -hmm. And your website? Is happyhomeorganizers.com. It's worth going to that website just to learn how to fold a fitted sheet. Yes. 
<laughs> you know, I, t- I teach that seminars. That was a great yeah. video. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Really? Yes. <laughs> that was a great video. If you want to learn, go on my go on my uh, my website, my Facebook page. You know, I'm on YouTube. Yeah. You know, I teach seminars called Conquer Your Clutter, and I teach the audience how to declutter, how to get organized. But most importantly, I teach the skills of how to stay organized. And the big finale of my seminar is I asked the audience, who here would like to learn how to fold a fitted sheet? And every hand goes up. Oh. <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> hey, fitted sheets should come with <laughs> folding instructions with uh, invariably. Uh, and I don't fold anything very often. Uh, mine get rolled. Well, uh huh. There, and go to go watch my video, and you'll see the trick. You'll see the secret. If you never learn how to fold a fitted sheet, it's okay. It's a great trick. <laughs> Rachel, do you think that the this new minimalist movement has driven you more business? Is it kind of more top of mind yes, now? Yes, absolutely. The uh, the whole uh, minimalist movement. Um, with Josh Becker. I'll give him a shout out. He's here in Peoria. He's helped the industry tremendously um, being a minimalist. Uh, Marie Kondo, her uh, 2014 book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, that has helped our industry. Um, Well, a true minimalist is limited to 100 items, which I don't care to be that. But I think it kind of, when when you start thinking, what would it take to get to 100 items? You begin to realize how much stuff you really have. It makes you look at things differently. You know, and I never considered myself a minimalist, but probably I am. We need very little. You know, it's too much stuff. TMS, I call it. I'm always asking my clients, do you suffer with TMS? Not PMS, but TMS. (laughs) And that's the biggest part. That's the biggest, the biggest hurdle is to the declutter. You know, most people jump to the term organizing. I need an organizer. I have to organize my home. It's not about the organizing. Organizing comes much later. The, the word purging. We need to purge, purge, purge to get rid of the items that are not serving a purpose in our lives. And I'm always asking lots of questions. I have three categories specifically in my life that present a real challenge to me to declutter. Actually, four categories from decluttering and getting organized. One is kids. Two is artwork. I'm a sucker for beautiful art. And I hate to tell you how many pieces of art we have stacked up in a closet that I've run out of wall space to hang. Um, Books. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how many books are in our house. Now, they're not there's one pile by the fireplace, but other than that, they're all in bookshelves. But, I mean, we have what most people would consider a pretty respectable library. I hoard books. Um, well, okay. And then mementos. When Jennifer and I travel, we never come home without bringing some memento of the trip. And uh, walking through the house this last week or two weeks, knowing this topic was coming up, uh, beer mugs from Germany – uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what uh, fish from Key West? Uh, sure. Uh, plaques and coffee cups from Tbilisi, Georgia, and Russia. Right. It's just like wow. Well, that's this what, stuff really does. Well, that's accumulate. what makes <laughs> that's what makes a house a home, though. So your home's probably is, I've never been to your home, but probably cozy and warm. And bottom line, how do you like the look and feel of your home, Rosie? What do you think? I, I love it. And the only person that's ever called my home cluttered 
was the realtor. Uh huh. It has to do with closets and garages. Okay. And without the kids, I could have my garage back. (laughs) The overflow. (laughs) And in that garage, if you're looking to park something in it this weekend and car buying's on your to-do, Sanderson Ford's your answer. You heard this broadcast before. You know the only place any of us shop are at Sanderson Ford for all of our Ford vehicles. I was given uh, directions to one of our certified partners. He said, I'm at your office. And it was uh, Christmas Eve. I said, yeah, we're closed. But... uh, you can drop it off at Rosie's house. Just Tamales. Go, just Tamales. Go, just go to this corner intersection and look for the par- the house that looks like a Sanderson Ford, new Sanderson <laughs> Ford sales lot. We have a few Sanderson Fords on our property, that's for sure. Well, that was the day everyone was coming over. So yeah. Katie's Escape, our expedition, the 250. Mama K's Fusion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bob and Karen's new Escape. I mean, uh, the whole family drives not only Fords. But they drive Sanderson Fords. And this holiday season sale is another great reason to get to Sanderson because they're going to give you, with the purchase of any new Ford, a $500 gift card only at Sanderson Ford. I play this song all the time at our house. You know, our biggest issue, you have a little bit of space, you have a little bit of land, and everyone just thinks that's your, their dump. Just give that to Romy. He's got place to put it. He's got lots of room. I don't want your crap at my He's house. He's got lots of room. I, I've, there's some people that are snowbirds, and every time they come in, it's like they want to give all this stuff to the kids. I'm like, that's not stuff we use. That's not stuff they'd use. And, it, you know, it, it costs me another run to the dump every time they come back to town. <laughs> we're here We're here with Rachel Winter, founder and president of Happy Home Organization, talking about taking an assessment at the top of the year here and be prepared to live a little bit more tidy life. Start 2020 clutter-free and organized and feeling happier about life, how you live, how your home looks and feels. I'm always saying that. My job is to make your home look better and feel better. And you say your clients have to find you. If listeners would like to reach out to you, how would they do that? Please call me. Can I get my phone number? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. 602-469-5950. Everything's on my website, though. Happy Home Organizers, plural. And all the contact information is there Everything. As well. My email, rachel at happyhomeorganizers.com. And yeah, so just Happy Home Organizers. I, I'm proud of, you know what? I'm proud of the name of my business, Happy Home Organizers. I think it just says it all. When your home is organized, you're, ha- you're happier. And that's my goal. You now, Miss Rachel, when someone does reach out to you, right. are they generally reaching out for themselves or do they use the roundabout method. Rachel, I'd like you to come and visit with my wife. That's a great question. (laughs) You know, lately with the holidays, I've been getting a lot of phone, more phone calls than ever before from men. You know, I would say 95% of the phone calls I get, the emails that I get, even the texts that I get are from women. And I always find that very interesting. Why? Why is it always the wives and the mothers that are calling me? Well, you know, men live there too. The husbands and fathers live in the house, the house too. So why is it mostly the, the women who are calling me? So I find that very interesting. But uh, lately I've been getting uh, the husbands, you know, the dads calling me for gift certificates for Christmas. Um, 
And I think that's wonderful and that's great. So to answer your question, most people call me for themselves. Most they people, do. yeah, okay. they do for themselves. They they recognize it almost like they've hit rock bottom, and they're they're crying. I can't tell you how mostly the women are so emotional on the phone. They're so stressed out. They're so overwhelmed. I mean, they're literally crying on the phone. And they've reached, you know, their fed up point, rock bottom, and they don't know where to turn. And then they have to do their research. They have to find me. And I, and what I love about that is by the time they've, they've done their homework, they've done their research, they found me. They found my website or they've gone through NAPO. I, can I talk about NAPO? Yeah. I'm very involved with NAPO National and NAPO Arizona. NAPO is it's quite an acronym. It's the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. And a lot of clients, when they do their they start their research, you know, their homework and finding a home organizer, they'll find NAPO. And then they find me through the NAPO Arizona website. So, but bottom line, they've, they found me. By that point, I feel like they're ready. They're emotionally ready to start the journey of decluttering and organizing. And that's one of the first questions I ask my clients. Are you ready? Are you? Because I don't argue. I don't fight. And I'm not a therapist. And I'm okay. not a psychologist. I you're, don't want to argue. You're here to manage things. That's right. Uh, but that has to that has to bleed over to managing emotions. That's right. From they time to, to time, they have to want my help. I don't. I you know I can't. I don't force anybody to let go of anything to get to throw anything out. People yeah. sometimes they they think if you hire a professional organizer, the organizer is going to force them to throw things out. And you know what? No, we're not junk removers. If you want a junk remover. Call a junk remover. But if you want to declutter and you know and organize your home, then you need the help of a professional organizer. And we're gonna guide you. We ask a lot of questions. You know, do do you use it? Do you wear it? Do you do you need it? And do you do you love it? You know, d- does it spark joy? What Marie Kondo did is she, you know, she helped uh, you know the whole public, you know, that that term. Does it spark joy? Everything in your home, your artwork, your kids' artwork, oh. you know, every single item in your home should have a, a purpose for living in your home. I feel so strongly about that. And if the answer is no, or if it's broken, I can't tell you how much people are living truly with with garbage. And then we we joke about it and we laugh about it. You know, when people give me a tour of their home, when I go on their, you know, the consultation, you know, the one hour consultation that I I give them a free consultation. And that's very important for me. I need to assess their organizing needs, you know, and we walk around the home and people, you know, they're seeing it now through through my eyes now, fresh eyes. And then we, we giggle, we laugh about it. They go, why am I keeping that? That is broken. Or, and has well, been for it's been sitting there for seven years, <laughs> right? Um, so, I mean, you know, decluttering and organizing, it shouldn't be drudgery. You know, dare I say, fun? Could it be fun? Yeah, with the help of an organizer, you know, it's it's cleansing. It's a fun. I try to make it fun. I try to make the whole experience fun. Here with Rachel Winter <laughs> of Happy Home Organizers, talking about decluttering your life, organizing your life. You can find her by her phone number or her cell or her website, or you can call us today, right now, at one 767 
All right. This hour at Rosie on the House, we're bringing you Happy Home Organizer, founder and owner, declutter coach, organizational professional, Miss Rachel Winter. Rachel, thanks again for joining us. I love that song, Happy. Every time I hear the word happy, happy I think of my business. Happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy. happy. Miss hey, Jennifer. Miss Rachel, I had a couple callers um, over the break. Tell me, what is your service area? Phoenix only? Phoenix, uh, mm-hmm. Scottsdale, Paradise Valley. I live near Desert Ridge Marketplace. So Glendale, Peoria. Um, I go as far, really, as Goodyear, more, you know, farther than Goodyear. Um, I'll do Chandler, Mesa, Tempe, so the Phoenix metro area. But uh, call me for anything. I have a whole wonderful team of organizers. I call upon my NAPO, my fellow organizers from NAPO, Arizona. I have amazing uh, independent contractors that I hire and send them out representing me. So wherever you live in Arizona, call me. We'll, I'll try to help you. That's Great. important. Yeah, important we had a, a lady from Prescott wondering if she could um, call you. Mm. So I told her you'd have a, if you didn't have yourself, you'd have somebody to recommend. I it. will recommend any Napo, Arizona, or you know, anyone from Napo, Arizona. But I will help anybody and find that organizer for them, sure. Napo, N-A-P-O? N-A-P-O. Also, um, do you find it common to help people with disabilities? Yes, very much, very much. Wheelchair, yeah, anyone, right. Disabled, elderly, sure. That's, actually, that's a great question, a huge part. And, you know, every job we do is so customized to, to the client, what their needs are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was telling you that Jennifer and I, for the first time in a long, long time, are just at the beginning thinking about, relocating uh we're on a bigger piece of property than we need uh it's in an old home uh that's been 90 percent remodeled uh but we're empty nesters we don't need that size home anymore we don't need that size lot anymore Uh, so you're thinking of downsizing well i think about it until i start thinking about what that really means and then i chicken out it means letting go of a lot of stuff, that's it's, for sure. Yeah, it's called... When you're at one address yeah. for that many decades... With that many people. And you really start looking right. uh, at the storage bins uh, hanging from the garage ceiling, and you think, oh, yeah, I put that up You're forced- 12... You're, the last right. time Romy and I went camping, I think he was a Boy Scout, so there were there were camping boxes put up in there. But... Uh, I kind of, I kind of right. balk. I, I look at it. I say, no, we're fine. Let's just dust everything. Why? Off because we'll of be the fine. work involved, the physicality, or because the emo- the emotion? It's just why? Why? What's holding Prob- you back? Probably both. Yeah. Probably both. You know what? Decluttering. It's work. It is physical work. It's exhausting. You know, I work five hour sessions. I call it five hour days. A typical day is ten to three for me. Um, for unpacking jobs, I work eight hours. But it is exhausting work. It's very physical. Um, but you know, when I go into a job, I don't have that emotional attachment. Right. That's why it's good hiring an organizer. I'm not family. You know, we become friendly, but I'm not a friend. I'm not family. It's business. It's professional. You're paying for a service. If you pay for an organizer, guess what? You know, the job is going to get done. What do you but, do with a couple? I we Rosie, but when I greeted Rachel, there was someone else out in the uh, greeting area, and 
I had said to Rachel, yeah, the de- the hoarder in my house is Rosie. And then this gentleman walked up and said, yeah, the, de- the hoarder at my right. house is my wife. So I know that you probably have to have the couple together, right? I'm at the any buffer. given time. Yeah. That's, I am the buffer. Think about, think about the dynamic. You know, you hire an outsider, me. They, you, you don't know me very well, right? And people are going to talk to me differently than they would talk to family. And I get that all the time. I have clients who say, you know, I've had my adult children try to help me. I've had friends, family try to help me to declutter and organize. We always end up in a fight. It gets very tense, you know, and it it doesn't work. And that's true because, you know, you're going to talk to me, a paid professional, uh, differently, more respectfully than you would a family member. Um, However, I'm always encouraging, look, if you have friends and family who are willing to help, more hands on deck, more hands, you know, the better, certainly. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not a marriage counselor. <laughs> um, I'm not a therapist. I'm well, I think therapist. part of the problem is what I see is a treasure Rosie might see as junk or what Rosie sees mm-hmm. as a treasure I would see as junk. So I, I think there's probably key questions you ask, like, like the book situation. We have, a, we have a library's worth of books. You know, what's a different way to look at that? Or maybe something you haven't used in a long time. What's a way to dif- different way to look at that? Well, maybe someone else could use it and enjoy it because we're right. not, you know. Well, you have to compromise. Look, um, bottom line, you both have to decide what look are you going for? What do you want your home to look like and feel like? You know, nobody likes garbage on their floor, right? We could all agree. Amen. When you go into a room, you know, a living room, a home office, dining room, your kitchen, whatever, whatever room, your master closet, your bedroom, your bathroom, we, I think everybody can agree no room looks good with stuff all over the floor, right? We could agree with that, right? Garbage on the floor, wrappers on the floor, right? I mean, you do, and I don't, you don't, your home doesn't have to be Pinterest perfect, you know, out of a magazine, you know, out of a Pottery Barn catalog. That's not what we're saying. But we want our, our home to look great and feel great, you know, and find what you need when you need it, not a month later. Um, by the way, it's also, your home is cleaner when it's, less cluttered. You know, yeah. a lot of my clients complain, I don't get it. I have a cleaning person. Why is my home always messy? Because uh, they can't clean it. In all fairness to a cleaning professional, they can't really get in there and vacuum and dust and clean with all with all the clutter, with all the stuff. It's like a so, kitchen sink. If right? there's a dirty dish in it, it's okay to put 50 in it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to just go straight to the dishwasher. Don't That's let right. it ever stop at the kitchen sink. That's right. So Well, really one of the one of my uh, selfish reasons for wanting to build Jennifer a new house really is completely selfish. And it's so, it's so I can build a one room library and I can have a room I can go into that is floor to ceiling, custom wood, glass closed, library shelves. I can look at all my books. Many of my books are first edition, out of print books, leather bound pieces of art. I just love it. And then my wildlife art and my Western art, I need I need more places. So the new house really is more for me than it is for her. Well, I hope you have me help you. <laughs> Please, <laughs> Rosie, let me help you to unpack and organize uh, and make that a reality. I lo- but can you imagine I go into a lot of homes where their quote-unquote library, you know, where the study, it has books, but it has everything else. It's become the catch-all room, right, the junk room. Right. So it has just, you know, everything else in there. So... That's always my goal. You know, what, I always ask, what's the purpose of this room? If the room is the library, you know, your reading room, then what is that box doing there? Why do you have roller skates in there? And why do you have, why is there a waffle iron sitting there? Why do you have, you know, why is there an extra box, you know, Keurig that's been there for five years? So that's always my question. Well, the climbing rope that took me to the top of, of uh, 
the Grand Teton. That would have to be hanging in my library. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's, it's your and home. The, and the cramp ions and the ice axe. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Got to keep that. If you'd like to ask for a tip for yourself on how Rachel might be able to get you started thinking about decluttering, give us a call, one 767 If you can't dial now and you'd like a visit with Rachel, you can call Rachel at 602-469-5950. Do you have your cell phone turned off right now? I do. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Very good. You know, with the tiny house movement, you're forced to get rid of stuff, aren't you? That's yeah. right. I mean, like you're looking at a, what, 900-square-foot home. Maybe you have a, a, a bedroom deck or something like that. Um, but all those containers that aren't used, they're being turned into homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're talking the metal containers, shipping containers, like you see on uh, flight cars on railroad. And the dirty secret about people that move into tiny homes is they move into a tiny home, and then they move six sheds on their property. <laughs> <laughs> One of my organizing isms, my Rachel isms, your stuff has to fit your space. Yes. Right? Your stuff has to fit your space. And if your stuff isn't fitting because you have TMS, too much stuff, well, what has to happen? The only way to create space is to purge, is to declutter. And, you know, just life is easier. You know, when people have too much stuff, it's just, you know, that famous expression, you know, the more things you own, the more they own you. Yeah, Think of all the laundry you have to do. That explains my neighbor. There is a house. You have to pass it to get to mine. And it is it less than two years old. Rachel, it looks like this house has been there 50 years. Mm-hmm. You can't physically see the home. They've got so much stuff stacked in there. They own 20 cars. Two of them actually operate that I've ever seen on the road. The rest are up on blocks and parts are spread everywhere. I mean, you would think this home has been there 50 years. It's not even two years old. And they even have a half of a house just sitting there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a manufactured home and it comes in like a double wide. Mm-hmm. They've got a single wide that's not even got siding on it. And the insulation is just rotting away in the sun mm-hmm. sitting on the property. I'm like, but what? what is your problem? The more stuff you own, the more it owns you. They're owned by this stuff. They haven't learned the skills and things have come in and the things haven't left and that can we, we're going to talk about my three golden rules for we staying are. organized. but before we okay. do i want to talk about the parallel you draw between tidying up is is really just a healthy lifestyle choice and how it compares to losing weight uh anybody can lose the 20 pounds mm-hmm. the real test Keeping is can you keep it off that's right that's right so anybody can tidy up but then it's the discipline of learning how to maintain Ah, that. and the one thing I can't teach my clients is how do I get somebody like your neighbors, Romy, to want it, to want a clean, organized home? Again, not, I'm not saying perfect. You don't, we don't live in museums. That's not what I'm saying. I don't suggest you live in a catalog, you know. But how do I get people to – It's called you, you have to make an effort. That's all. You know, and if I want to lose my stomach fat, you know what? I really can't go to Dunkin' Donuts and, and get, you know, my jelly donut that I really, really want. I can't whine about it. I can't complain about it. Well, Rachel, so. let me introduce you to Stephanie from Phoenix. She has a question, and I think if we could give her a starting point, we would be tipping off a lot of listeners. Miss Stephanie, good morning. Good morning. Stephanie, hi. Good morning. Uh, hi. So my question is... Um, Okay, I have a small closet, 
and I have stuff in there. Um, I have hats. I have um, stuff that, like, I cherish that I, I don't want to put in the garage because I'm afraid it's going to get lost. Mm-hmm. And, like, nail polishes and just stuff. It's just so cluttered. And I don't know. And there is stuff, like, I do want to um, donate. So would I start, like, with a box, you know, maybe, okay, donate, eat, um you got it. Trash. You know, yep. Donate. Yeah, trash. Think the three. You need three categories. Okay. D- uh, okay. Donate. Okay. Trash and keep. Uh-huh. And you're going to constantly ask yourself, Stephanie, do you do you wear it? If you haven't worn something in over a year, and I'm not I'm not talking about dresses, you know, formal wear, but if you haven't right. worn something in over a year, then you, you don't need it. Um. So feel good about donating. And yeah. one closet is a good place to start. Start small. I, you, you know what? You don't my, have to tackle the entire state in a weekend, right? You can tackle it. How about your kitchen junk drawer? Start small. One little victory. Yeah. But um, just so, Stephanie, focus on the closet and start with first thing, first step you do, Stephanie, purge, 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 purge. Just extract, extraction. Start just pluck out those items that have no business living in your master closet. Why are nail polishes just for nail polishes? Should nail polishes live in your master closet? Maybe I haven't been there. I don't know. But to me, my you know intuitively nail polish to me is a bathroom item. So, tips on organizing from Rachel Winter of Happy Home Organizers. We'll be right back after this. Oh, I'm a mess right now, inside out. Searching for a sweet surrender, but this is not the end. I can't work it out. Here at Rosie on the House with Rachel Winter, founder and owner of Happy Home Organizers. And we were in the middle of a conversation with Stephanie. Let's bring Stephanie back in. Who wants tips on just getting started on a closet? On a closet. So you. Stephanie, Rachel, Rachel, hi Stephanie. I felt hi. I wanted hi, to help you finish. We want to make that closet look great and feel great. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay, first step again, don't think about the organizing yet. Don't focus on where should everything live. The first right. first step in your closet or your junk drawer, doesn't matter, is the purging. Just extract, okay. extract things that you know, you don't need, you haven't worn, you don't love. If it's broken or ripped, just get it out. Remove the garbage. And then once you have you're down to keep, just Find homes. Where should everything live? So home for every item. Can I jump in? My three golden rules, Stephanie. You're writing this down? Three. These are the three golden rules for staying organized. Today's takeaways right here. Big takeaways for every room of your house. I don't care what it is. Your garage, your junk drawer, your master closet, whatever. Here we go. Home for every item. Where should everything live? That is the most important rule, home for every item. If you're looking for something, you want to find it. Okay, rule number two, like with like. Similar items should live with similar items. So when we're walking into your master closet, I want to see all the shoes together. Shoes shouldn't be scattered everywhere on the floor and over there on that shelf. So like with like. All your sweaters should live with sweaters. Your underwear with underwear. To me, underwear, socks, live in a dresser. If you don't have a dresser, we got to figure that out a bin, a basket. So so similar items need to live with similar items, okay? Like with like is rule number two. Third rule, this hard is a biggie. One. Hard one. Not uh, on the floor. Hard one. 
Hard one. No, here we go. Oh, Rule number three yeah. for staying organized. This is a biggie for a lot of my clients. Hard one. The one in, one out. So if you have four pair, you know, let's say I had a client, 12 black sweaters. She loved black, 12 black sweaters. If you decide to bring a new black sweater in because you love it, it was on sale, it fits you great. Well, guess what? One sweater's got to go or three sweaters have to go. If things keep coming into the home and into your closet and into your closet and you're suffering with TMS, things have to leave. Things have to go to Goodwill for donate or the trash. All right. Fantastic. Well, I hope that gets Stephanie started on getting going. Those three takeaways are really critical. Um, I have to ask a question. When you when you have a client contact you and you work them through this process, I would think there would be a strong tendency for them to need a tune-up in yes. about 6 or 12 months or more. Is that is that common? Well, I, you know, I hope not. I, I always say to my clients, when I come back, I want to come for coffee and cake. Okay. I want to be a guest right. in your home. That's my goal. That's why I'm so you know, militant on the golden rules. All right. I, I learned something call screening today, and that is that this is a problem people don't want to address each other with. Like if you're a couple, I had a wife call. She didn't want to give me her name or where she lived or anything because she wanted someone to come clean up her husband's stuff. <laughs> so how do you get him on board uh, her well, on board? <laughs> Uh, have me come over. Most husbands don't know what to make of me. They or they, you know, mad at the wives. Why do they? You know, it's their job, and I don't like that. But um, once I do a man's underwear drawer, and they see how amazing and beautiful that underwear drawer is, boy, the husbands love me, <laughs> and the husbands love their wives for hiring me. I I just love <laughs> the fitted sheet folding. <laughs> me I, too. Uh, Can I? Make you a- ought to see that video. Yeah. Now. We did get a couple. We've gotten a lot of calls that people didn't want to leave names and numbers. They left numbers that they'd like to talk to you privately and personally. But a couple people have called. Could you please repeat those book recommendations you made at the top of the hour? Well, you know, one of my favorite organizers is a gentleman, Andrew Mellon, M-E-L-L-E-N. Hi, Andrew. Um, His book is called Unstuff Your Life. I love it. All right. Unstuff Your Life. That's a great book. I, I really like him, uh, Andrew Mellon. And he came up with the uh, tri- the um, organizational triangle, those three golden rules. Uh, Marie Kondo from, you know, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo on Netflix. She has The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. That's a very popular book now. Um, yeah. But can I make a request? The the theme song from Frozen, the movie Frozen, Let It Go. That's that's always my <laughs> mantra. When I teach my seminars, we end my big finale. The big finale is Let It Go, Let It Go. And I was going to save this but it, it for the next hour, but it ties into one thing in and one thing out. It was from the Wall Street Journal. And the article was The Economic Case for Regifting. This isn't from a cluttering thing, but from a standpoint of an economic case. I could see this having a lot of application in decluttering. If you are given something from somebody, is it wrong to regift it to someone else that could use it or appreciate it if you don't? Hey, listen, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And we're, let's teach our kids the importance of regifting and donating. Absolutely. Don't throw it in the garbage. Give it to someone who will love it and enjoy so it and use it. If you find out somebody regifted something you gave, don't take it as an insult from them. Just Hey, I've, I picked bad. I'm a horrible gift giver. And, and they found somebody that could use it. You know, maybe I should give cash next time. I always say if someone gives a gift, they've relinquished all rights. Yeah, Rachel, no guilt. How do people get in touch with you? Please go to my website. The easiest way, go to my website, happyhomeorganizers.com. Everything's on my website. My phone number, my email. Please reach out. Oh, there we go. This is it. This is the mantra of decluttering and organizing. Let Let it go. go.
There you go. Life is happier when you declutter and organize. Rachel Winter, happy <laughs> home organizer. That's great. Thank you so much for joining us this hour. Thank you so much. All right, when we get back, we got lots more to cover in another hour of making you, making us your best friend.